Hello and uh, welcome to an impromptu Life and Ball podcast episode. Uh, yep. It's been a while. Game of Thrones kind of you know took over the podcast and we had an emergency Kyrie trade podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, summer's ending, so we got to get back into the grind. Um, August is such a dead month for podcasts, by the way, across the board. It is. How dead was your feed? Oh man, I was I was like I'm a constant like ESPN, The Ringer, all of those. But August was other than the Kyrie trades, the NBA podcasts were dead. Dead, dead, dead. Because yeah, I found myself kind of like looking for like my what's your type of podcast? Like what type of content do you like? Exactly. Yeah, other, other than the, I love I love I think NBA uh, basketball is the best sports driven podcast. Soccer podcasts are catching up. They're not as good yet. Uh, content is not as well developed, well thought out, and well updated. But yo, other than basketball, like I listen to like some like p- political stuff here and there, some like some like some like what what we would call like some serious stuff, like uh, Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History is one I listen to. You listen to that? Yeah, that's that's one of my go-to's. Like when I'm is not trying, when I'm like you know, I tell you, I sleep to sleep to podcasts, right? Yeah, me too. Yeah, so when I sleep to podcasts, I make sure the content is like if it's NBA, I'll sleep to it, like. Whatever oh, yeah, weird that sounds kind of because if I miss an shit. NBA detail, that's not the end of my life or like it's not it's not gonna decrease my knowledge. But the Malcolm Gladwell stuff is actually some really deep stuff, and I actually like listening to that, that that guy talk. So his is like if I'm on the bus or if I'm just at home and I'm, and I'm like just trying, to, just trying to post it up and stuff, and you're like let me listen to something, I listen to that guy. Do you have a like a dude like like a podcast? You're like yo, I don't want to miss the content. I'm not gonna sleep to this podcast. Cause I think uh, everyone has like no, you know I'm the reverse of you. I would say yeah. I like to I like my NBA podcasts, so I, I won't sleep to those. Okay, I, I'll sleep to stuff that like I don't really give a shit about, but I'm, I'm interested in. So uh, stuff you should know. It's a good yes. podcast. Um, the defeated, I guess. Yeah. Ah, shout out to those guys. Those guys are great Toronto. podcasters. Um, but like, uh, no, like, um, I like uh, anything that's like interesting so like how quinoa works mm-hmm. or, um those the stuff you should know is one of my favorite podcasts yeah and uh i like food podcasts yeah. there's a good podcast called doughboys mm. I, are you um, are you into food are you into the criminal investigation podcast no 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 that, uh, that that's my guilty happened. pleasure i watched a couple uh just speaking of horror i watched because criminals but i watched the yeah. trailer yeah and um i'll be honest um, um there's two things i'm scared of in this world Actually, there's more. I'm just I'm just narrowing it down right now. Heights. I'm really terrified of heights. Same. And um, I I am fucking scared of the dark and the devil and Mm-mm. like you see like if I were to turn off the light, like, how dark would it be in this room? Yeah, uh, I I wouldn't be able to see you. You wouldn't be able to see me. Exactly. Um, and like I've been slowly overcoming my fear. Okay. Of the dark day by day. Like I'm not scared. Like you can't scare me by turning off the lights. <laughs> Like that won't scare me. Like you know what I'm saying. But yeah. But like sometimes I get in my own feelings, and uh, <laughs> like I saw that it trailer and like the clown, just like and clowns don't scare me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm not that, that. That is a freaky trailer though. When he pull Dog, when he when he pulls that kid down. I started researching the devil and children. Yo. And like shit was like only like I don't know. It was just it you, was, okay. Let me ask uh, you like, real quick. Fun, is that is that movie an event? Um, or is it, or is it more like a let's you know, rent, download it, and kick it at someone's crib no, and watch it's a, it? It's an event, yeah, that I can't go to, but I will go to. <laughs> um, so but here's the thing with the movie, I'm not like, we're not. I've been scared of horror movies my whole life. Yeah. Okay. And like, I get shook after. Okay. And I like, 
dog. I just can't explain it. No, no. But what if you were sleeping and you just felt someone grab your shoulder? You know? <laughs> At that that point, you're you're getting like one thing that actually soothes my mind is that I, I, I say to myself, if I'm gonna get murked, I'm gonna get murked. Yeah, but let it be as painful as quick as possible. Not as painful as quick. <laughs> not like not not like not Just painful. Like, that what I mean. Quick things. Quick, quick things. things. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, you know what? That's why, even more scarier than those movies, like ghost movies. What I find, what I find creepiest and scariest the most is movies with torture and stuff. Cause that I'm like, yo, that's the, what I don't want ever in my life to deal with. Like those movies, like Saw, Hostel, the stuff you guys watch. I never watched growing up. I'm like, yo, why do you guys enjoy that stuff? Imagine you were in that situation. I would rather be fucking looking at a. You'd rather be like tortured by the devil, not tortured by the because devil, but like I, paranormal activity. You're you you're not like tortured, but like shit goes on for like two weeks until someone pops. Yeah, off. I know you're right. You're no, that's true. But like for example, like like um, the movie like fear the movies that deal with like oh there's something behind the behind the, there's something around the corner or oh the, there's a sound in the basement go check it out. Those are like scary, I know, but yo, imagine now being pulled, your nail being pulled apart by a fucking creepy son of a bitch. That doesn't scare me. Really? No, because um, paranormal stuff scares me okay. more than uh, yeah, um, because so that's why you hate three AM challenges and twenty four hour challenges. Uh, okay, yeah, I get it. Those are the most <laughs> fakest bullshit things. Shout out to those YouTube. YouTubers still grinding off those. Yeah, goddamn, yeah, I salute, salute. Um, but. <laughs> No, just uh, I know no, he's saying. knowing that there could be something, something out there, and it could fu- like like the one thing it's gonna be so. It sounds so messed up, but my demise is what gets me through. So like, if I'm sleeping on the couch in the basement, and it's dark. I don't care, okay? I'm 21 and I'm scared of the dark. Fuck off, okay? But if I'm sleeping on the couch, yeah. One thing that gets me through it is like, yo, if I'm gonna get iced. I'm going to get iced now. Like, it's okay. Like, it, like just, there's nothing you could do if somebody's after. Like, it's over. It's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Like, just, just accepting it. Exactly. That's what gets you through it. You know? I, I, th- I think I think that mentality gets a lot of people through a lot of things, man. I really think so. Yeah? Like, you just come to grips with it. Yo, it's happening. It's happening. At this point, I can't run away from this shit. Like, mm. It's kind of like um, there's a ride at a water park called the Boomerang. Okay. It's like a ride where it's like this Calypso water park. You yeah. It's like go go up and down. And uh, that ride scares the crap out of me. But once I'm on the ride, it's kind of like you can't really do anything. Yeah. You're, you're here. I know. It's, a, it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's so much. I think it's the, you know, all the fears we just discussed, it all comes back to the fear of unknown. And once yeah, it's yeah. all that, that's what the, like, if, if we play family feud, that's what the number one fear would come up always. We're fear of the unknown. Uh, no, people are too too stubborn, to, too uh, stubborn or too stupid to verbalize it. But yeah, um, yeah. All right. Well, uh, out of the gloomy, um, <laughs> that came out of nowhere. Um, it's to, August, you know. As you said, it's a gloomy month, so we had to. Yeah. Oh, but I, like I've said before, August is the worst month. Mm. It just it just sucks. It's August. School's back. It's, not even that. It's just August. Like that's it sounds that. sounds whack. You're saying it's, it's just it's just August. Like I can't even put like. Uh, description on my head it's just august um and i feel like people are gonna feel me on that one Yo, it's august <laughs> i still don't understand the why why the word august is so bad but yeah, it's something it's something in your head is telling you so we'll go with all right it. We'll uh, today we it. got a interesting episode for you guys um we got nba over unders and we also got uh two things that are gonna interest us about the 17 18 season in the nba um now we kind of 
had an impromptu podcast for you guys today, so they're not really well-developed thoughts, but I think they're kind of interesting. So mm-hmm. I'll just take it away. Um, if I had to point what's going to interest me the most this season is that uh, the stars kind of went to the West. Yeah. So that the East is really depleted on star talent. So there's going to be that one bummy all-star in the East. And I think Zach Levine has that because Bradley Bill's now an all-star. Yeah. He's, prove, he's proven himself. So many people left that there's more room for all-stars. And I know forwards left mm. like Millsap, uh, Paul Millsap, uh, Millsap uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Butler and Paul, uh, Paul George, and and Brook Lopez, and Bro- even though he wasn't an all star, he was, he's a fringe yeah. all star. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and I know people are gonna merge like Joel Embiid, maybe Hassan Whiteside, but I I think uh, that wild card spot could go to Bradley Beal and Zach Levine. Mm, or, it's possible, or like I don't know, one of them because there's 15 guys on that roster. Okay, yeah. six guards, eight forwards, and then like three. And then uh, one, two wild, one two, wild, two wild cards, two wild cards, so, any position. So that that equates to sixteen. It's it's fi- it's, fi- it's fi- I, mean, I think it's seven guards, six forwards. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure about the numbers, but yeah, yeah. that sounds right. About about right. seven plus six, six guards. Yeah, no, six guards. Yeah. Seven forwards. Yeah, three. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And then two, two wild cards. Mm-hmm. And six guards is so steep in the, like because if I if I go Wall, Isaiah, Irving, Lowry, Kemba, DeRozan, it's tough for me to even get to the seventh. So Beal and Wall, Beal and, and Levine, Levine are yeah. like there. Yeah, I don't see Peyton making out. Why would we even mention that guy's so, name? So Dwayne this, Wade is probably. So, yeah, what? Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne is washed up. The thing is, I'm, I'm just always worried about these Dwayne Wade is he could get those legacy votes. That pisses me off. That's yeah, because someone or one of those guys you mentioned will get shepped off if he, if he doesn't. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, I could see Levine getting. Yeah. Uh, shepped no. off. Even though it's, I don't think uh, Levine's a deserve. I, I know I'm kind of talking about Levine being an all star, but I really could see it happening. Or like Oladipo, maybe. Uh, I don't know, but um, your thing is like the, you're right about Levine because Levine's gonna get a lot of a lot of the ball. Like because if and especially the Bulls, the Bulls, the Bulls are it's crazy. They're gonna be tanking, I think, the Bulls. In the, I, 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 I could see that Devin Booker effect happening to Levine where he just goes off for goes, 65 points. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it's fucking possible. But thing is, who the hell is the Chicago Bulls point guard? Oh, yeah. Remember that statement that came out? They re, uh, after two practices, they realized Cameron Payne isn't an NBA talent. That's, so who said that? Do we know? Do we? Is that Cameron Payne? You showed me the picture. Did I? Yeah, man. I, okay, I gotta, I gotta go into go back to that. But I never thought Cameron Payne was that good. Anyways, to be a fourteenth pick. The Oka. thing is, Booker's a thirteenth pick. It's true. I mean, we all know these picks don't pan out as they Brian's should. Brian's a thirteenth pick too. So. <laughs> Those, I mean, as he's a sixtieth pick, and he got swiped swap for Kyrie the first pick. So picks don't mean shit in terms of indicating where the player's career is going. But you, another player that comes to my mind who can enter that fringe East player. Is a guy. What about a, what about a guy in terms of a wing position who's gonna get a lot of the ball, like a guy like Aaron Gordon? I don't know. Uh, that's he's possible. looking. He's looking to take. He's these guys looking to take a next next step. That's um, possible. I mean, the East is so shitty. I could see Jason Tatum maybe even make like like Jaylen, if he get like, if he gets enough if, minutes. If he's like ballistic, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and like Boston's going insane. Mm-hmm. It's like yo Ben Simmons. You know, you know another name. Miami yeah. Heat. Dion Waiters gonna be all star this year. Jeez, that could be possible too. It's yeah, and I think that guy's gonna be more deserving than than Zach Levine a lot of it because they're gonna have wins on their uh, belt. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. Miami has that like uh, Bayern Munich effect. Though, <laughs> yeah, so. um, a well-established uh, machine, you know. Um, and 
Yeah, like I I have a thing for Levine in the sense that pause. <laughs> um, I, I have I I've always liked his like game, even though he's known as a dunker, but he can shoot. No, he's, he's, so that's he's, why I'll take him over Waiters. But yeah, Waiters, man, that like, he could really be an all star. And yo, he got underpaid. That's he what agreed. Kevin Durant said. He agreed to it. He agreed to it, but Katie was I pretty. Think, to be honest, I think it's a fair pay. Yeah, it is such a fair pay. Like I've never four, seen four four year. I've never seen a contract really what, align what, with somebody's talent. What was it? Four year fifty two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thirteen million a year. Yeah, he could like his agent could have done some moves to get a better look, but think, Miami's been good to him. I think he could have gone fifty seven. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Johnson got true uh, sixty. So true. Um, yo, even like other guards that I'm just randomly with name off, like you can't tell me D'Angelo Kamara average twenty a game. Uh, I you know it was weird. Um, I don't think D'Angelo has much talent. Yeah, to be honest with you. But yo, he's gonna get the ball uh, so much. I'm thinking uh, that's a little bit of a. Nah, yeah, I, I that was that was a strong statement. I undercut him a little bit. <laughs> I don't think he has a lot of physical tools. Yeah, he's slow as hell. Yeah. Um. But um. He has the height. I will say that if there's one player, I don't hate anybody if I don't know them. So I mm. don't hate anybody in the league, even though I love the NBA so much. Um. But if there's one player I strongly dislike, it's D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, you you've and said that before. It, it's not because I don't. Um. Like his game, or it's because he he stopped somebody's marriage, and uh, yo, and it's simply because I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel you. That just uh, true, and 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 I like Nick Young so much. But anyways, we're we're kind of yeah too deep into this one. But the bummy Eastern uh the Eastern Conference All Star kind of leads into your point of conferences. Exactly, yo. As you mentioned earlier, so much talent left the East, and so so little came back. To the to the, so much so a little came back to the east, so it feels like this year's conferences and teams and especially even the All Star game is going to be one sided because there's going to be so much talent in the West left behind who will, will not make the All Star game such as Damian Lillard such as most likely Mike Conley um, such as uh, I, I'm, 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 like there's other names for example Devin Booker um, C J McCollum there's going to be big names who and, and they're way more. Like Andrew uh, Wiggins, there's talented, gonna, or exactly. They, they 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 deserve it more than guys in the East. Yeah, and there's gonna be these players who are literally. Think about it. Whenever we go down to a player's like, list, of, like Jimmy Butler, one Paul George, or Jimmy Butler, one of them won't be an All Star. Exactly. I mean, that's they, they got Draymond Green, they that, got Kevin Durant, they got Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, they got even though people, uh, are, maybe pe- they will be, but. you know, you, you know what I mean. Like even though people argue, your All Stars don't mean shit. At the end of the day, they do to players. It means something to them. I exactly. Was an like imagine looking at your basketball reference page six, ten years, twenty years later, yeah. and there's one less star, or that's your only chance to get a star. You had a big season, and it's not there. So that's what, one of the ideas I think the NBA should look into is figuring out a different way to align All Stars or define what All Star is. Yeah. As you were saying, you came up with that interesting idea of not uh, coaches picking the players, or of the two. Uh, we could keep the conference idea still going. It yeah, could be, it could be um, from this conference. Um, Brad Stevens is the head coach in this con- conference. Pop is yes. the head coach, but they just pick their players. They just pick the players, and they could just represent a charity or something like Ex- that. There you go. I mean, uh, um, that'd be that, that. That's that's a great idea, and I think the NBA will not. Go for it unless it's like approved by the owners and all these things. So it's it's a massive pipe dream. It's just something to consider as an op- alternate option if the current All Star. Well, it it, it it does good. It does good because it it really fixes. Uh, it kind of tells us who's the best players in the league. Um, 
It does. Kemba shouldn't like Damian should always be an all star over Kemba. Exactly. Because they're the same player, but Damian's just better. And I don't know if something about people picking others while and someone getting left behind when getting picked. It has the gym class feel to it. Yeah. That feels so right about sports, even though it has. But it's it's it, it, it's what makes us better. It what makes us better. And we all know, yo. Like uh, I bet I don't know what sport. For, like for me, I, w- I was I was I was so bad at baseball. Even though I was a decent athlete in high school, I would never get picked for baseball because I could not hit, could not catch, could yeah, not even hold a glove. Just, 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 just not even I mean, when I used to play uh, road hockey. Yeah, I always get picked last. Yeah, it, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, and and the, that's how you kind of realize what's not your sport or mm. something. But that's like I, I think that's how some players can get a reality reality check. True. Too. You know, especially when you know there's because you know, right now if you don't get picked to All Star, people can say, "Oh, it's the conference, or it's the fans. I'm not popular. Uh, social media, I'm not good at all that." Okay, fair enough. But when a coach or other player tells you, "Yo, I didn't pick you. I picked this guy over you," there's some motivation, intrinsic stuff happening there, right there. Yeah, I know there definitely is. Yeah, there but yo, is. yeah, like another thing that I'm looking forward to. Like, I'll let you finish off with your last point after this one is the rookies. Yeah, you. You have been talking about these rookies for two years. Two years, man, and, and, and people have been talking about these rookies for three. Exactly, and if like for like guys like um, guys like uh, David Thorpe and uh, guys who really draft like Mike Schmitz and all these guys, they know this rookie class is considered to be a top five all time based on talent, and based on where the league is going, the point guards, Dennis Smith, Jaron Fox, uh, lots of ball. These guys are gonna get the ball, uh, no pun intended, off the bat. These guys will be starting point guard. Darren Fox is starting point guard of Sacramento Kings. Uh, Darren Smith for da- Dallas. Um, Lonzo Ball for Lakers. So, Rookie of the Year is going to be interesting. Uh, Markel Fultz is another guy. Like, it's going to be such a... We it's, already know the so point. so heavily... You know what's weird is that the, this draft is so heavily concentrated on guards. I know. First, first 15. First it's such a heavy big man draft after that. And, and, and there you go. Like, where the steals are, like... Uh, it was a weak. It, w- it was a weak wing draft, uh, and I, I, it was. But then again, if you think, Jason like Semi Ojale, if we just took wings, yeah, yeah. Semi Ojale would be like top ten, you know. Yeah, it would be or he top would be. eight, maybe you know. He would be. He would be. Like, but then, and that's insane. But Tatum Jackson, let's see what they stand for. It's, yeah. and I'm looking forward to see, as the year goes by. Again, is rookie of the year gonna be again decided by stats, or are we gonna say like, yo, this guy's contributed to wins? What Malcolm Brogdon did, yeah. Um, that's what I'm looking. Yeah, for. I'm interesting to see if this rookie. Uh, I'll really take people's word with like a more of a grain of salt in the future. If yeah. People, if if this rookie class is truly what they say it is, because people have been talking about this rookie class for time, man, mm-hmm. and they've been saying they're uh, it's a special one. So, if they don't really, if they pan, like the was the 16 class weak? No, not that great. No. Was the 15 class worse? Better. No, it was better. It was like thing is these classes are good, but thing is we never had had a class like this where like the thirteen was a weak draft. But people said that was a weak draft. Like the Kyrie Irving twenty eleven draft was said to be weak. Yes. People said Kyrie in most drafts is not a no, coming yeah, out of Duke oh. like eleven games. He's not, he ended up becoming number one level player talent, but coming out he wasn't a number one talent. No, you know, no, like a six two skinny kid with with decent athleticism is not considered number one level material. Yeah. yeah. But Kyrie is not the best athlete in the league. Uh, no, if I have to add to that. So the fact that he got drafted, usually your athletic ability really counts. And and you, know, that's one thing because next year's draft, not talking too much about it, but like it's gonna be a more big man related draft. So if the point guards don't pan out to what they are, 
there's gonna be a shift towards the top five picks, top ten picks. I think I think it's the time. People have been saying, "Oh, it's small ball, small ball, small ball," but I think the bigs who are 14, 15 years old, yeah, a couple of years ago, looked at the league, reinvented themselves, and now they're a little bit older. Yes, and I feel as if the bigs that are coming to the league now, yeah, are just so capable of shooting and so capable and and, of, and, so, and so such good fluid athletes, yeah, right? And they're not being as they're not as bulky as we yeah, see them yeah, normally. Yeah. They're more leaned out. They're more like the Miles Turner type. Yes, you know? yes. Um, Zach Collins, even even though Zach Collins is a little bit old school. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, I know what you mean like the guys who are comfortable guarding the pick and roll yeah. and like uh, can shoot the ball. Like yeah. that's I, and I agree with that. It's just that deal. The point guard revolution. I think after this year's class, if it doesn't work as expected, will come to a slow stop. I think. Yeah, uh, I do think the point guard revolution caused the big man revolution though. In what, what ways? Yeah, I feel as if like the point point guards got so good, yeah, that the skill set of big men were so unused. Big men started reinventing their game. So like, Th- it's that's like, interesting. It's, it's like it's kind of like a a yin yang fight, mm-hmm. you know. And and one side is because the big man domination was for so long. Yes, and then the 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 point guard uh, nation shook back. <laughs> you know, that's some Avatar Last Airbender in this shit. But that's that, that, that's that's a good metaphor, uh, man. I, I think I, I think you're actually right. Yeah, you know, I think that's how it works. I feel I feel as if it's like a signing sort of function. Like one is good, then one is good mm-hmm. now, starting now. But um, yeah, because yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of people hoping that Lonzo's impact is going to be the passing. Is gonna bring back for the youth coming up who are playing point guard. They're gonna enjoy passing the ball instead of looking to score all the time. Yeah. Because the Westbrooks, the D Rose of the world, or the Currys, they made scoring such a important thing. Yeah, yeah. That Lonzo can maybe change that up, but um, that's, it's gonna be an interesting season. Ball, uh, side note: um, Did you see a ball in the family? Yo, I've been. I'm two episodes in. I, I'm, 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 is, I'm, is the third one out? Nah, only two. Did they release two episodes in like two days? Yeah, it was. Cause yo, the first one was like. All about the draft and stuff. Yeah, so, so they had right. a lot of like I guess content stored up, but I actually, uh, I'm actually eating it up. It's actually, so good. It's sick and man, thinking, the balls are just interesting. Let's just get that out there. Yo, they're 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 actually they're open. Their dad, of course, all that shit. But I don't know. I I like it. What about yeah, you? Um, there's, there's a lot of uh, scrutiny surrounding NCA mm. a um, eligibility with Lamelo and Jell- La- Leangelo and Lamelo. Yeah. I and I, I I personally think that it's a load of bullshit and I personally think the NCAA needs to just like they are so disgusting sometimes. Yeah, they're they, so archaic in their ways. And they they just they have all this money and God forbid someone trying to get a little bit in their pockets too. Oh yeah. You know, um um Ben Simmons' current girlfriend, uh Dakota her like one of those twins mm-hmm. that plays like those light skinned girls that play that like the, the attractive twins. When they were in college, I remember watching a video of them, like because they had like a huge Instagram following when they were like first year, second year in, right? Mm-hmm. Some for basketball reasons, some because they look really good and stuff. Okay, yeah. And uh, th- one of them were talking about like like side hustles, and they were told like they had offers to start a YouTube channel like with this media company, and they couldn't because if NC- if they did do that, NCAA would dis- uh, disqualify them from eligibility. And the reason the girls discussed is that, yo, the the reason NCAA says this is because they they argue. That your fame is linked to the program, and the program is linked to the university, and the university is linked to NCAA. So you're eating, you're eating off NCAA. Why can't they? NCAA is eating off you. But thing is, it's this, it's this idea that you're a student, and a student is sub, is is under the institution. It's such an archaic way because universities make more money when students are popping when they're at university. Mark Zuckerberg donated a, close to a billion dollars in charity to uh, Harvard. 
He didn't even f- end up finishing his two years at Harvard. But they don't mind saying, he, oh, he's a Harvard dropout. They, all, they actually say he's a Harvard alum. They, yeah, they gave him honorary degree just to confirm that. See, that's, it's so hypocritical. <laughs> so freaking bad. But, uh, man, I, I, if, I'm, if I'm LaMelo... I didn't know they gave him an honorary degree. That's a load of bullshit. Like, I wouldn't accept it if I'm Mark Zuckerberg. Like, if I'm LaMelo, I just go to China or something, man. Like, I just sell shoes. You're gonna, you're, you're, if Lonzo pans out, you have a similar frame to Lonzo. Yeah. You're a little bit of a better shooter than Lonzo. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna. And yo, it's, you're gonna it's, it's, get. You won't be. You might be damaging your first round chances or top for half first round chances, but you'll still be a first. Round and uh, and if I'm worried about money, I don't have to because what's Lonzo's next contract gonna be? It's gonna be uh, what he already guaranteed himself for almost like thirty million. Thirty million dollars. Set. He's, yeah, if I'm set, his next contract is gonna be if he blows up or if he's just decent. One hundred fifty. One hundred fifty. One hundred thirty for he got five. The fams. The the family's good. Yeah, they're fine. They are more than fine. Yeah, and uh, uh, they they they're so like you have two point five million Instagram followers. Don't let like don't like yeah. You, you know you, you you're don't, fine. You're fine. You're you don't, fi- you, I feel like financially your your future is kind of secured. Yeah. So they exactly make the right basketball decisions and the right business decisions long term. Yeah. And UCLA is gonna be a one year thing, two year thing. It, they don't, it don't matter. It don't, it don't matter. matter. I'm telling you. And look at Terrence Ferguson. Yeah. He, 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 I know it's not the same reasons. He just wanted money. He wanted but, money for uh, his fans, right? Yeah. But uh, how much he made a million dollars in uh, Australia? Yeah. yeah. Yo, uh, man, and look at him now. Look at Brandon Jennings. He's in a great position. Yeah, Brandon Jennings. Is, he had a great career, even though it's it's it came to an end. Uh, yeah. Abruptly, but he made at least sixty million dollars in his NBA career. I don't think it changed the player who he is going to the NCAA or going to Italy. Yeah. Did he go to Italy or did he go to... He, go to, he, he went to Italy, right? Okay. Italy, yeah. yeah. Then he went to ended up being the ninth pick. Yeah. Uh, ninth pick to go in Italy. Look at Moudier. Look he, at, went to, he became the sixth pick. Look at... Even though he was born in, Fran, uh, in France, he wasn't an American. Look at Frank uh, Tilakina. Tilakina, yeah. He, he's a freaking eight pick. Nah. And more and more scouts are loving these Euro prospects higher and higher. Because... People are trying to say the Euro game is more, it's more physical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the the loose the the whistle's looser. Mm. So people aren't as getting as many calls. So it really toughens you toughens up. Toughens you quick. up as as and and as young fifteen year old you're playing against twenty twenty five year olds. Yeah. Unlike in America, where fifteen year old playing in AAU against max sixteen seventeen year old. And uh, uh, you're in a different country. You don't speak the language. Yeah. Maybe it gives you a greater sense of, uh, I don't know. Toughness or whatever. Not even that. Maybe it's just uh, uh, humbleness, appreciation. Yeah, humil- yeah. Uh, it's true. Uh, no, maybe when you see, uh, when you make it to the NBA and you see like a foreign guy come to your to your team, you, you, you've been there. You've been like, there's so many advantages. And, to, you, uh, I, and I low-key think, and I have, I have no proof or uh, factual evidence to back this up, but this is one of my theories. I think the NBA is pushing towards the, Teams drafting international players as part of the NBA's overall campaign to make the game global. Yeah, because you look at other sports other than the NFL, it's a, l- it's a little bit more global than the NBA. Yeah, like baseball is like Japan, a, Cuba, yeah. South America is a big market. Yeah, um, they they should make more global. Soccer is just the 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 epitome of what you want to be. Yeah, right. Yeah, because like look how global soccer is. Yeah. They have a World Cup. And it just feels like everybody's one big family during mm-hmm, the uh, mm-hmm. World Cup. During, the, during, during that time, and there's right? there's so much competition. And there's so much... Uh, during the World Cup, you don't know who's going to win, right? Yeah. So it's so interesting to see uh, who's going to win. So maybe the NBA wants to get to the point where they make, they're trying to further basketball as a sport to because further the NBA as a as a. I, I think you're right. Sport. I think they're realizing more and more that the both are linked together instead of NBA being separate than basketball. Yeah. 
If yeah. basketball grows, the NBA will grow. Exactly. And if, that's if you can make if you can make like six year olds in Spain or uh, six year olds in Goddamn, pro- but, Luxembourg start playing basketball, it's gonna be a good future for the NBA. I mean, yo, like this summer we met a kid from Serbia, right? Yeah, 50, uh, 16 or seventeen year but, old. So, but the thing is, Serbia a loves, basketball. Like that loves basketball. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, I go to this. Go to like um, Cameroon for yeah. instance. Uh, Cameroon's a country in which soccer is so dominated. Dominant, yeah. You know, maybe they want to like you know slice it up a little bit more. Yeah, I know. You're right. You know, and then and then that's how you get to better players in your league too, right? Exactly it, and these and and then AU becomes less influential role than defining players. Exactly. And they're forced to change their ways. Exactly. And maybe the top ten in a couple of years from now. And the draft is going to be like the standard three three internationals mm. or four internationals, yeah. almost a 50-50 split. Yeah. I mean, next year's draft, you guys, you're going to see a top and five then, pick. By doing so, you will lessen the effect the NCAA has on the basketball in, in, in universities. Because yeah. now them saying, yo, they're going to look at LaMelo as, yo, if we lose LaMelo, you know. It's a, we're losing seats. We're doing ticket sales, all that. You guys, know, look how much Lonzo brought to the NCAA. Yes, he, exactly. You know, I know that alums go hard for their school, so they're never going to take that away. But um, Of course. Yeah, but back to, we've been running for so long. Back to my last point. Yeah. So the first one was the bum Eastern Conference All-Star. Yeah. And the second one was conference realignment. Rookies. And this one was rookies. But what I'm so interesting to see, interested to see is um just uh the failure of the uh, newly uh set up teams and how they're how they're gonna fail. Um <laughs> I I love I love chaos, like I said. Do you remember I predicted uh the New York Knicks having chaos? Yeah, yeah. That, that I said they would. Like the awful um, franchise you call it. I them. just I just I just knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. Um I'm really good at predicting chaos. Okay. I just I just know I can sniff it out. Where do you um, I don't sniff out chaos this year, but where I do sniff out uh, just not getting to the goal you wanted to get to is the Rockets and the Celtics. The Rockets more than the Celtics, but I fucking hate the Celtics. So um, <laughs> The Celtics aren't that good of a team. Yeah. Um, they only have four players from last season. Um, the GM and the owners and everyone who runs the Celtics realize this is a second-rate team. Uh, a bunch of second-round picks. Uh, players that aren't really highly touted in the a, league. A, a lot of same position type players. A lot of rejects. A yeah. lot of NBA rejects. Mm. Let's get that straight. Mm. Uh, Marcus Morris is not his brother, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they gave up Avery Bradley, who's my favorite player on the team. Yeah. They threw away Isaiah Thomas. They threw away Jay Crowder. Um, all they really have is Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and uh, Al Horford from last year. Yeah. Uh, Gordon Hayward is a great player, but he's Overrated in my personal opinion. I don't think he's that good of a player. Um, he's a good system player, though, man. He can work a system. Exactly. So Brad Stevens will be good for him. But Kyrie is the... Uh, Kyrie's not a system player, right? He's not. But what what some, what somebody said that's interesting is... I think it was Nate Duncan on the Dunk John podcast. Yeah. He said, Kyrie is a better player than Isaiah. But Kyrie's not a better player than Isaiah last season. So the, the, the season Isaiah put in last season is not as good as a... Player uh, Kyrie is that's true. Um, I don't think that's true. I think Kyrie has a think, higher ceiling than Isaiah, and I think Kyrie can put in a better season than um, the thirty points a game. Yeah, like I, think, I, I think I could see Kyrie averaging thirty four. Mm-hmm. I could see Kyrie yeah. tearing league up. He has way more tools than I Isaiah. could see. I, I could see them winning forty two, forty three games. See, I don't. I don't see it as winning basketball. See, that's where I'm like, I don't know if that's true because the, as you as you talked to earlier, the East got weaker. They're gonna have games. 
against Chicago, New, Atlanta. New York, Brooklyn, Atlanta. And those are just gimme games. Gimme's. And th- those are games where you don't need FM rest even. I don't need to coach those games because my talent will win those games. The fact that <laughs> the fact that Toronto and the, the Celtics get to play the Knicks and the Cel- uh, and the Nets four times is a crime. That's what I'm saying. That's that, a crime. That, <laughs> that, that, that's eight or no off the bat if these teams show up. Well, it's a guaranteed seven for both. Exactly. This is that one game. <laughs> yeah, one game, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that's guaranteed seven wins. When I look at over-unders, okay, boom, I can count seven right there. there, there it, it does. It, it, do, it, it, yo, it inflates your wins, I think. You get to play the Magic three times or maybe four if you get lucky. Atlanta got weak as hell. Atlanta, you get to play them three, four times. Um, uh, who uh, um, other than Washington, Milwaukee, play, Cleveland? These guys are you, tough teams. That's it. Toronto. You get to play like who else? In the I'm blanking on the teams. Uh, Charlotte's pretty Char- good. You know, Charlotte um, will be competitive. Won't be gimmies, but they're not some star-studded powerhouse. Yeah, but it's just, it's just you. If you accumulate all the wins you can get, and of course you're gonna win some games at the top. So from your own freaking conference, you can guarantee 25 wins. Yeah, almost. 20, 22, 23. If, if, yeah, guaranteed. If, I'm going to say they're going to win more than that. But to come into a season where you have guaranteed wins, it's kind of like, okay, I play a hard team, then I play an easy team. So my momentum will never be that bad. Yeah, and, and, and that's such a good thing to say because in NBA, it's the easiest thing, even because we bet here and there NBA games, right? The, the skill, even in soccer, like the thing is, if I'm, a, if I'm a good team, I don't lose games in a row. I cut. I, exactly. I, I, there's, but there's such a thing as there's, you don't – you can you the one one skill that I uh, sorry I cut you off there but one skill that p- people have about betting is that if I know the Warriors lost last game I'm gonna write a check for this game for them. yeah because these great teams they're they're they get motivated off a loss yeah yeah I'm not saying Celtics as you mentioned Celtics have all these flaws they're not a great team but they're gonna get these easy games in a row or or like after a tough team that's gonna help. Keep a positive momentum around yeah. their whole yeah. team this year, and well, yeah, leading into this, and the Rockets, uh, yeah, they, they were kind of my sell on this whole point of what I'm ex- uh, excited to see in the new season. But I just think that their goal is to beat the Warriors, and they just can't achieve that. So that that's that's I, where I'm. You think Warriors are done dealing? I, I think I think Warriors are gonna like just destroy the Rockets. No, gonna, what I mean, uh, what I meant was, are the Rockets done dealing? Is that the final team you think? Uh, for this season, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the so Melo's staying. Yeah, Melo's. Even if they get Melo, that's crazy. Even if they get Melo, the Warriors will still smash. No, them. Warriors will smack them, but I think Rock, like the, uh, Rockets the, will have a good record, though. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll no. be second in the East. In, not, the, in the West. Their goal, their Chris Paul's goal is not regular season. Yeah, you know that too. But no, but his but his goal is it's getting the conference finals. finals. I think. So, yeah, possible. Can they can they be the Spurs? Argu- arguably. I know the type of player Chris Paul is. Once he loses, he's just in his mind, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, so this leads us to our, we'll 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 keep this quick, but we're gonna do a little over unders now. Yeah. So you want me to go from top to bottom? We're just gonna do the Easter Conference. You want me to do top to bottom or bottom? Let's to top? go. Let's go bottom to top. Okay. Chicago Bulls twenty one and a half. I'll say, I'll say over me by, too. by by a game or two. Exactly. Just because the East is so bad. Yeah. I'll say over as But well. yo, if thing is if Dwayne Wade Jets like if he gets you know, a buyout I, I I could see them winning one of twenty one games. Yeah, I know. You gotta be really bad to not win at least right now. But that's that's such a low benchmark. Holy uh-huh. shit. You gotta be a really bad team not to win twenty one games. That's true. No, not over, over. I'll take the over. I think and over. and one um are we betting on what we think for each individual team or are we just trying to get as many right as possible? Because we're gonna revisit this. Let's do let's do it based on how many we get right. 
Like what I mean okay, is like trying to make it really feel for the team. Yeah, like what I think that they're so like, I'm not trying to hedge my bets. I'm not gonna just say over, 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 over just because yeah. I think okay, I'm gonna get a couple off these. Yeah, like let's 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 try to be as on point as okay, possible. For the team. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cause uh, I'm a different when it comes to betting, I'm different if I'm was a t- if I were to actually yeah. bet. Yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, I'll say the over. I'll who's, say the over. Who's next? Uh Atlanta Hawks, twenty five and a half. So they, they would have to win twenty six games. Yo, Atlanta just lost Paul Millsap. Their 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 core is young. They're gonna rely on these wing players like Tareen Prince and DeAndre Bembry. I'll go. But yo, under. Mike Budenholzer knows how to get wins, man. Yeah. I'll go over. Okay, I'll go under. Yeah, I think this is not a healthy under. I think yeah. this is a, a very hard under. But you know, you don't think they can touch thirty wins? Not thirty wins. Is I a think lot, they're both. Actually. I think they're both like Chicago and Atlanta, both like twenty three. Yes, yo. It's just that like Chicago 22. coaching. I, I don't even like um, what's his name, what's the guy from you know from the from uh, Iowa State that uh, Fred Hoiberg. I don't even think he's a great and coach. Yeah, at least I know yeah. Mike Budenholzer is established. He's a good coach, you know. But I think the the cards Fred Hoiberg was dealt were just so terrible. Yeah, yeah. the injuries to Rose. You gave him everything. Rondo Butler and Wade. Yeah, that's yeah. like an impossible three to coach. It's true. It's true. Like jeez, like, like three guys who won't shoot a jumper even if there's one second on the clock. Yeah, like goddamn, and like he's apparently he's a very he's a big time on shooting. So mm. you know. okay, Brooklyn next twenty and a half. That's really high for them. Twenty eight and a half. Uh, but I'll, s- man, I'll say under. Because I just want Cavs to get that first no, round. No, 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 no. I'll say under <laughs> on this one. I'll say Why? under. I'll say under because, yo, Brooke, Lo- Brooke Lopez is low-key, was low-key important for them. Watching them in person, Brooklyn, last year, that team is not good. And DeAngelo Russell is going to take away from Jeremy Lin's impact, I think. Uh, D'Angelo, you said D'Angelo. D'Angelo, D'Angelo. I think he's going to hurt. These names are so similar. <laughs> he's going to hurt Jeremy Lin more than help that team. Yeah, you know there's a Damari, Damar, and Demarcus? Shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> we need new names in, yeah. in, the, in the NBA yeah. players. But nah, bro. I don't think Brooklyn's going to be that good. I really don't think so. But thing is, this is my only point, though. Brooklyn doesn't have a draft pick this year, in next year's draft. Yeah, they have no reason to be bad. They have no reason to be bad. Like, one thing that you can count on on Atlanta and Chicago, if you were betting the under, is that... The Michael Porter, Marvin Bagley sweepstakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mar- By the way, we need, a, we need to do... A Marvin Bagley only podcast. Because <laughs> that's how good he is. When Duke, when Duke seasons around the corner, we'll do yeah, one for okay. sure. Um, I'll take the uh, under because yeah. we watched a Nets game last year. And I'll be honest, after that, I got a little invested in the Nets. Mm-hmm. And um, Brooklyn, uh, Brooke, I mean, Brooke is. Brooke was low key pretty nice. Yeah. Like low key. He started hitting threes like nothing yeah, last year. <laughs> He's pretty nice. He adds like two, three wins to your club every year. Oh, yeah. Like uh, and not to every club, but certain clubs. Yeah. So uh, and two two years is a lot for a guy who you think has like a has a zero impact. <laughs> um, Six rebounds a game at seven foot. This is where it kind of gets hard. Okay. Uh, New York at thirty and a half. Thirty eight and a half. Thirty. And oh, half. thirty and a half. Yeah. You were about to say under. <laughs> Yo, this is all based on if Carmelo's there or no. Yeah. Because I think, but I think thirty wins is something they can accomplish. I think so. I'll uh, I'll go barely over. I'll go over. I'll go over, but barely. Indiana thirty one and a half. Man, I'll go. I'll go over. I'll go under. Yeah. Yeah. This is where I go under. Okay. We went over on the first five. Yeah. First it's just Ola Depot, Miles Turner is not a bad core. Ah, They're energetic. I don't, like I don't like it. I don't like it. If they had um Miles uh, CJ Miles, even though he's not that good of a player. Yeah. Maybe some more shooting in the team. They did get. They did get Darren Collison though. Yeah. I like that. I don't know why I like that, but. Uh, 
Darren Cross Oladipo, geez, no shooting in the backcourt. Yeah. I'll go under. Yeah. I okay. don't know. Orlando Magic, 33 and a half. This uh, is under. 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 That team is headed towards That's, mediocrity for the next... This is one of my best bets, by the way. Mm, easy. This easy. is easy money. Orlando Magic has to be one of the most dif- dysfunctional teams I've uh, ever uh, seen. Uh, unless... Unless... Alfred Payton learned how to shoot. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 they no. are the Arsenal. No, no. League. Arsenal, but Arsenal has... No, yeah, but then Orlando it. has seen some great years with Dwight Howard, too. So. Yeah, so... so, But, like, right now, the, the Arsenal is dysfunctional, and so is the Orlando Magic. Even though they're not on the same score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At all, but I'm just saying... Not even changing the players, just changing like, the culture. culture. Yeah, the culture. I would, I, I'd be more comfortable saying it over. Maybe, yo, you know, yo, they're known for the worst uh, tra- trades and the worst draft picks. I think they gave up uh, Oladipo for nothing. Yeah. Got Ibaka and then gave up Ibaka for Terrence Ross. So technically, they traded Oladipo for Terrence Ross. Which is not that bad. Which is not bad looking back, but... I don't know. I'm looking, I am I think Terrence Ross could be another one of those all-star fringe picks if he goes off. Yeah. Uh, next one. Detroit Pistons, 38 and a half. I'll, I'll go under. I don't know. I just think Detroit is one of the most phony teams in the NBA. The most phony team Luke in the NBA. Uh, Luke Kennard is going to add more than... How much was it? How much wins did they have last year? They had like 34, I think. 37 maybe. 34 37 wins Luke Kennard is not going to be they didn't get they, they didn't get any notable free agents um it's still going to be Andre, Andre Drummond and Ray Jackson Ray Jackson hogging the ball Reggie Jackson is the one of the worst point guards in the league he's yo he's the definition of a hog yeah the, he's the guy at the park you don't want to play with yeah exactly he's the he, he will see a double team on him and he'll still not take that a good tough of a layup. shooter he he genuinely thought that he was on uh he was one of uh Kyrie's peers yeah yeah and then you realize, okay, maybe I'm on Jeff Teague's level. Then you realize, not, I think Jeff Teague's better. Than way him. better. I think Dennis Shooter's way better than him. Yeah, I don't think he's that good at all. I yeah. think he's athletic at least. Yeah, but things is yeah. A healthy, uh, another healthy under, 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 confident under. Um, it's Philadelphia forty-two and a half. Geez, another, <laughs> another under for me. Under, under. I, I think that they're gonna have a good season, but I don't think they've escaped even thirty-five wins. But thing is, I do I see them making the playoffs? Yes. But no. This, no. You know why I see them making the playoffs? Maybe because if Joel Embiid gives you 80 games this year, based on the way that he was playing last year. Yeah, they have they have him in the playoffs. Yeah. They're probably going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. Jeez. I I think that you just have to take injuries into it. Yeah. And no, full I'm coaching this off the Dunk John podcast, by the way. <laughs> so you got to reference I know, this. What I do is that I, I whenever I see a, an over-under podcast by them that I don't want to listen to, yeah. later, I want to listen to later, Yeah, I'll just skip to the Toronto Raptors. Okay. And sometimes, like, I don't want to skip too much, so I have to listen to Orlando yeah, 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 and Philadelphia because it's just alphabetically. So, um, <laughs> well, But, yeah, I, I, I don't think they're healthy enough to do so. Yeah. They're, they're, they're young. They're too young as well. And DJ Redick is not the... The veteran presence. JJ Redick is literally gonna hope for the open threes of Joel Embiid double teams. That's yeah. why he's there. <laughs> yeah, he got twenty three Melbo. Yeah, he got his money for By one the way, year. Um, I think um, if you're gonna get twenty, like, if you're, you can maybe get next year a three year thirty three. Yeah. And if you add that to twenty three million, it it's, it comes to a nice four year. It comes 60. to fifty six. Fifty six, yeah. And you front loaded a lot of the cash. That's true. Good for investments, so. Pretty good deal. 
Smart. Because I thought he was worth like a four year fifty five. That so. And at the end of the day, he got his money. And also, I think he's testing the waters, waters with Philly. If he sees potential, he'll stay. Otherwise, he's looking for he's he's ring hunting at this point in his career. Exactly. Maybe he could even get um four years forty. And yeah, that, on a, on that, a championship caliber team, and then that becomes a, f- a four year, a five year, sixty five. Money's good for JJ Redick, you know. And he's on a new podcast network with Uninterrupted. What what the hell are they doing to get all these guys? Yo, the the because the vertical since Woj left has become basically nil. It's only Chris Mannix there, so. Oh, by the way, Shams has been. Yeah, he did the carry trade though. Yeah, so. Shams, Shams, Shams is trying to. Be the next Woj and stuff. I think Sham, ESPN would welcome Shams with open arms. <laughs> yeah, because those those two as a pair are so powerful. Yeah, but yo, they don't need they they don't need him that yeah, much. Yeah, Woj don't need Shams. Yeah, like, exactly. It, it's like let's say Woj and Shams are one hundred. Yeah. Without Shams, Woj is an eighty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know for sure. Um, Charlotte forty-two and a half. Uh, I think this is one of those like. On, on the, the button, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's what you I think was so? Thinking. Yeah, yeah. I I think they are a forty-two and a half win team. I think they're a forty-one win team though. I think they're a five hundred. I I I I'll 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 put some faith in my the former great center Dwight Howard and say he changes his script around and I'll say they're forty-four win team this year. Okay, so he's going under. I'm going under. Miami yeah. th- forty-three and a half. Another on the nose. <laughs> Yo, you and your brother are big on Miami. Yeah. I'm not that big on Miami, but 40, 43? I can see them 40, winning 44 yeah. games this year. But, like, once you win 45 games, you're a good team. Yeah. Right? You're a good club. So, I think they're a 42-win team. I don't think they're a 40. I like yeah. the Heat. I'm going to say under. I'll say under as well. But I, I, I like them. Yeah. I thing is, they won't. Be, if they get to 48 wins, I won't be surprised. But if they get to 40 wins only, I won't, I won't be, surprised. be surprised. Yeah, They're um, one of those teams. People yeah. don't even realize how much of a jump that is. It is. It is. Because the jump from 20 to 28 is not that much. But the jump from 40 to 48. Yeah. Huge. Because you got to get those marquee wins. Yeah. You got you to gotta go into Houston. Yeah. And beat Houston. And that's tough to do. To get to 48, you know. Um... Washington, 47 and a half. Over. Oh, um, I got you on the over as well. Over. An easy over. You thought I was going to be a hater for a second. No, no, no. no Hate I, on every club that's close to the Raptors. But I, as I said before, I got respect for the Raptors. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of um, uh, you, the YouTube channel Ball is Life has been doing a weekly documentary series on John we Wall should, Summer. We should partner up with them, by the way. <laughs> Hopefully, man. Because like, we're the Life and Ball podcast. Yeah, so, you know, maybe, you know, okay. Yeah, but. if anyone knows Ball's life, I give a shout out. But no, nah, I was watching a, a five-week uh, documentary on John Wall Summer. And this guy's the first, this is his first summer in the NBA where he's not dealing with any sort of surgery or anything. And he's been working on his game. And he's been, like, training hard as fuck on his skills. The best point guard in the East, in my opinion. I've Ky- always thought that. The Kyrie lovers would hate to agree, uh, hate to Ky- listen to that. Kyrie really does have some lovers, though, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but I think John Wall's the best overall like two-way guard in, in the East. Maybe in the um, NBA. He said, he said in the NBA he, he thinks I that. Think, I think he is the best two-way guard in the East, to be honest with you. I think Russell Westbrook's the best two-way guard. I don't... Because you, you're... I don't know, man. Completely disagree. I think Russell Westbrook has... By the way, I listen to myself on this podcast. I always say Wussel. Wussel Westbrook? I always got, I gotta stop saying Wussel. But now, nah, yo... But Wussel Westbrook. <laughs> um, it's because his name's followed up with a W. Yeah, well, yeah, so yeah. There's, there's some uh, so linguists... I, 
I think Westbrook is going to be uh, not. Uh, what am I saying? I think Wall, Wall is the best uh, two way player in the league. And, and Russell is the most overrated defense in the league. Because I think he's f- actually a bad defender. Yeah, we talked about that earlier in podcasts where we talked about his uh, his ability to just tune off possessions and and and, and actually be in cherry picking positions, but whatever. But what not to say is uh, Washington did not make any marquee signings. They retained Otto Porter. Not really. I don't like it. But, uh, yeah, they overpaid Otto Porter. Oh, 106? They had to pay. Get out of here. And in his contract, you have to like do that weird thing with... Uh, uh, who else got this? I think uh, T- uh, well, Tim Hardaway got this. There is a restricted uh, free agents got that, to, right? They have to front load half the contract. Yes, on the yes. Auto Porter. Uh, that is such a sweet deal because you get because what are they get twenty two million a year? Mm-hmm. They get eleven million to the dome <laughs> on day one of the NBA. These, these agents know how to make the right deals, fam. But because nah. like if you think about that, eleven million dollar paycheck. Yeah, that's a lot of freaking money. Jeez, jeez. But yo, I think I, I can see them winning fifty to 55 games. Yeah, Otto <laughs> Porter gonna be walking in in uh, champions uh, champion sweatshirt on on training camp. Gucci <laughs> Gucci Gucci, <laughs> Gucci suit on day two. Is <laughs> your hey, well? That's one that follow for the season. Otto Porter Instagram picture swag levels. <laughs> Just look at what he's buying. Oh, literally day two of the NBA. Yeah. Um, but next one, Milwaukee forty-seven and a half. Under and I'm banging that drum. Boom, boom. boom. I'll say si- I'll take under. Cause I still don't think they've escaped the uh, 38 level. Ro- no, like, no, like no, level no. level 38. You know, like they haven't. No, no. Like they're gonna win at least 40 games, man. No, man. Uh, yeah, they are. But like I, I think they're massively overrated. Massively. Yo, a lot is based on if Giannis takes another monster step, no, but I don't this, see him doing is, that. I think this is Giannis. No, ah, uh, he will get twenty-two, seven and six. You're right. Uh, if the uh, and his assists will go up if they get better shooters yeah. around him, better uh, cutters, better smarter players. I think but, his points is capped. Now. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think Giannis is like. Yeah, you're right. He's not a thirty points a game scorer or like stuff like that. But you're right about that. And also Jabari's health. I don't think Jabari's coming back. I, I can I say this? Jabari is kind of. Not on the same tier as uh, Greg Oden, but he was robbed almost. I think he's gonna be robbed of his career. I think like a, kind of like, kind of like a Michael Beasley. He's gonna no, well better than that, but he's never gonna be that good of a player now. But if he stayed healthy, he was gonna be a star, like a, like a Brandon Roy type kind yeah, of. I I think he, I think he's. Uh, it's very sad what happened. To him, yeah, honestly, I'm count, I am counting him out, and I don't want to count him out. I hope just two ACL tears, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. same knee. Yeah, so I want to say I really, I really, 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 really hope you don't. I really hope he comes back better yeah. than ever. But I think that's it. Yeah, touch wood, I, man. Hopefully, nothing yeah. happens to him. But hopefully, you make him, man. Yeah. Um, Toronto, take it away, sir. Forty-eight and a half. Listen, I'll tell you, before you say that, I'll tell you my over. Thank you, thank you. Thank over, you. easy I'm, over. I'm just gonna say something, guys. Have you ever um? Just woken up and, and and you just know what you want to eat for breakfast. Like, wake up, boom, avocado toaster. You wake up, boom. I'm gonna go to McDonald's, get a McGriddle. Boom. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Tim Hortons. Boom. You wake up again. You're like, cinnamon toast crunch. Or boom, fuck breakfast. That's the confidence that I have in saying over. This club every year gets disrespected, and 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 not disrespected to the point of. 
uh, they could be a bit better. Massively disrespected on all fronts. They they said DeRozan was the 46th best player last year in the NBA. Steven Adams is better than him. Do you know how ins- like you have to be insane to think Steven Adams is better than DeRozan? Can I agree? That would che- if I'm DeRozan, I would be so cheesy. I'd break a fucking wall. Yeah. Okay. So a very easy over for me. But I do think if they don't make it, it's gonna be like 47, 48. But Fair I, th- I think any season under fifty is a disappointing season for the Raptors. Ju- at this point, yeah, they, they. I mean, of course, playoff and all those things aside. I think forty nine is not a disappointment. Uh, depending on how the league is, if it's a competitive year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely under fifty, they got to look at themselves and say, "Should we blow it up?" Because yo, they're the, they're at that point where their core group has been together for at least three, four years. And the Raptors have that Clippers effect where they clean up easy teams. Exactly. Or that Lester effect where yeah. they or where they cleaned up the easy ones. They clean uh, you. As we said, if a mediocre team is trying to win 48 games, you got to go into those hard games and come out with a couple dubs. Yeah. If a really good team is trying to stay good and like go to that 52-53 echelon, you got to clean up those easy games. Right? It's kind of like the reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. Because once you're really good, you know you're going to get some of those big games. Mm-hmm. Once you're really bad, you don't know if you're going to get some of those big games. I, 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 get, I, get, I, I get what you're saying, man. I think Raptors talent-wise can bang with mo- any team except the Warriors in terms of staying competitive in a game. It's just that I worry what about Raptors' injuries to Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I could see Kyle Lowry taking a step back. Yeah. and that, I, I, Yeah. and But it, then again, Ibaka is hoping to step up, I hope. But people don't understand this about the Raptors is that they're depleted in the depth now. because Corey Joseph's gone. Corey Joseph's gone. Uh, Terrence Ross is gone. And I don't pa- care. Patrick Patterson's gone. Big one, big one. One of the plus, uh, uh, I think, uh, I think real plus minus love Patrick Patterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But if you don't watch basketball, you don't know how great of role players Corey Joseph, Terrence Ross, Patrick Patterson are. They never, they never want the ball too much. Yeah, they're perfect, perfect, perfect role players. Mm-hmm. No, Especially sure. when Kyle Lowry plays alongside them. For sure, for sure. Like one of the best lineups two years ago was Lowry, Joseph, Ross, Patterson, Biombo. Two years Oof. ago, uh, we all remember the Beyond effect, and we and we uh, that doesn't sound like a great five man lineup, but man, they just worked it. They worked mm-hmm. it, and everyone knew what they had to do. Exactly, Patterson Ross knew. Okay, yo, we're taking threes. Corey Joseph says, "I have every other play." You know, Beyond said, "I just get every single uh, board. every every rebound, and then yeah. Kyle Lowry said, "Get the hell out of my way." Yeah, whenever the sh- sh- shot clock runs out, it's, oh, you're right, man. And Raptors are gonna rely on DeRozan much more than pre- previous seasons. I could see his point total going up. Yeah. Because three losing three key guys like that who 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 average eight to eight to eight to ten points. That's that's yeah. Like because now the depth chart is this okay. Yeah. And I have a question for you. So yeah. now we got for at the guard spots we got Delon Wright and um, Kyle Lowry. Okay. I don't know how much um, Utah you watched. Yeah. So I don't know if you know Delon Wright's game that much, but at the shooting guard spot now we got DeRozan. Norman Powell's a tweener. Uh, more more on the two side. Two side. I'll say two side, yeah. But one of the greatest flaws of Toronto is that every every small two has to play the three. Yeah. Or every medium sized two has to play the three because DeRozan can't play the three. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the like one of the worst things DeRozan has. like like that's just terrible by the way. And he defensively doesn't want to guard threes at all. Oh my god, he's one of the worst defenders in the league. Um, Demari Carroll at three. Yeah. Um. Well, Demari Carroll was a three, so it worked out. But yeah, Norman Powell has to play the three, and then we got um. KJ McDaniel, CJ Miles. Okay. 
Um, I love, I've always liked KJ McDaniels. I don't know about him. And then at the four, we got a, pro- a problem. We got Jakob Pertl. We got we have all centers, one power forward, Whew. and we want to play our power forward at center. So we don't really have anyone to play the four. Okay. So we kind of have to do this weird thing where we play CJ Miles sometimes at the four or Pascal Siakam. Yeah. So we have real problems in the in the in the roster structure, but and we don't really know what to do with them. We have a pro a problem at the small forward power forward position, and today is a, a small ball world. So we yeah. Don't know, we don't know what to do really. And it, yo, it sounds crazy is that other than Ibaka, none of your big men can really shoot. None. None. So where where's the floor stretching gonna come from? And Lowry and DeRozan need that space. Yo, so geez. I could see I listen, I'm I am seventy percent sure the Raptors will be fine. But that thirty percent of me and my and honestly as a basketball fan, I could see them being a five hundred team. I could see it. I could see it happening. If Raptors have a 500 team. I could see that. Remember when Chelsea won the league and then they had a really bad season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have so many soccer references. Yeah, you're a big in soccer now. But, like, I could see that happening to the Raptors. We didn't win the league, but we were great. And now we're not as good, you know? Yo. But I'll still take over because I I believe in DeRozan's improvements. Thanks, man. I believe in Igbaka's defensive potential. Thanks, man. And I, I just, I, I just, I just believe they're older than so many other teams. And I think they'll just win games. Like and that. I think your prayers through every game is gonna come helpful. So do you, do you believe that? Do you think my like um, prayers actually help them? One hundred percent. Okay. Do you, you know what's weird? Every time we sit down and we watch Toronto, yeah, doesn't DeRozan just go off? You, I, it's actually true. Like, or anytime you play two K with DeRozan, DeRozan drops like forty on me. I, like, I, I have you, a you, connection. You, you, so I'm gonna. Know I'm out there, but fams. I'm your good luck charm. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm Yo, I'm at 48 and a half. I think they could, they they're gonna be a 50 win team. I strongly believe that. Right, I I agree too. Um, and now one of the worst over under teams in the league, Cleveland. We just don't know if they're gonna try. That's the what's that's the, the number one issue with Cleveland. What's the over under at? 53 and a half. But can I ask you this? If we were to say yes, Cleveland's gonna try every game. Everyone would take the over. Yeah. But there's a part of me that thinks they don't give a shit. They do not care. They don't care if they're 51. They don't care if they're 45. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I do think they want home court for I, at least I, the first two rounds. I, I, I really I don't think they care. The, last year, they had like a 55, and they went under by four games. And and, and, and the thing that interested me was that they had two back-to-back games in Atlanta that they could have won. Yeah, they yeah. Just, they were just so, eh. Man, the thing is now they're, they're going to have to rely on a lot of chemistry issues at the start of the season. Can De- can Derek close LeBron? Did you see that? My 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 boom mic just moved. Oh shit! There's a ghost here. Fuck! I'm fucked. <laughs> but now, as I was saying, man, they have they're gonna have to deal with a lot of chemistry issues, so they won't have the greatest starts. But I think they'll finish strong. Yeah. Fifty three wins. I'll go under. I'll take over. I'll I'll go under, but if I'll go under, but I think they should be over. If they were to try every game, I'd a hundred percent. You're clearly hedging your bets. Yeah. Nah. I mean. I'll go, I'll go under. I'll go under only in the sake of I. I think Cleveland won't try. If I knew Cleveland was going to give 100 percent of their effort every game, I this would be one of the safest bets okay. I, I could make. Fair so, enough. And now Fair one enough. of the easiest bets: Boston 56 and a half. Just say it. Under. Is that your easiest under? That's the like that's that's thing is that could happen very well. They could go over that because Kyrie Irving could explode and Brad Stevens could generate some offensive plans. But it's that's gonna be an under because they're gonna rely on Jalen Brown to shoot threes baselines that Jay Crowder couldn't hit and Jalen Brown were able to hit. Defensively, they got worse. Marcus Smart is gonna be another annoying player to watch from Bill Simmons, a Celtics fanatic. Fuck, 
if I'm Terry Rozier, I'm complaining about minutes because Kyrie's not passing the ball and Kyrie's killing me in practice. I have no chance. Jason Tatum's going to look for a trade anytime soon, possible. Al Horford's too nice a guy to talk to Kyrie Irving. Brassie was too young for these guys to him to command respect in the locker room. Gordon Hayward's white. <laughs> Did you just say Gordon Hayward's white? <laughs> what I mean is, like, he won't complain. He'll just accept status quo. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I was watching this thing. Um, yeah. That was my Celtics rant. Oh, well, I actually forget my thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's an easy under for me. Mm, yeah. Just because it's so high and the East has been... Mm, Man, 50, it's 56 has been... Like, how much How much did Celtics win last year? 51. <laughs> and they were the number one seed. And they're roughly around the same level Jeez. of team. Could it, be, it can get much worse than last year. Because they were the worst the most seed I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, they were They were literally... Like, one of the, uh, the, one of the worst. I, 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 like, I, I just knew they, that... I knew their highest gear was the gear they were always playing at. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, like, yeah. They didn't have another, like, mode. <laughs> you know? Teams have... One seed should have modes, you know? Exactly. Like, like fighter mode. Defense mode, you know? It's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, I don't see... Um, I don't see much with see that. Under. Yeah. I see 52. Yo, even, even if, do, if the Celtics do get 50 wins, though, that's much respect for them. Yeah. I feel like Raptors are more of a 51 team than the Celtics. Yeah. This is where I go crazy mode, so you can just... Uh, I don't know, it. man. I, what do you think the season uh, head-to-head Raptors and Celtics being? Um, you Why are you baiting me? <laughs> take bait, it, take it, take you're it. You're baiting me. Take you know it, what you're it. doing. Take it. Um, For the past three years, we have destroyed the Celtics. Okay. <laughs> uh, year, uh, three years ago, it's been 3-1. Okay. The year after that, it's been three one, and the year after that, it's been three one. So, um, you could do your math, and I'll predict three one. Uh, I think they'll well, they'll get one of their games. It was gonna be four zero this year, so they have terrible luck against the Raptors the past three years. But um, we've just completely obliterated them. We put our foot on the pedal. But yo, this 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 our foot on their throats. Yeah. Uh I think Drew's looking forward to not being guarded by Bradley every possession. No, they could they don't have a good they yeah. don't have a def- And but I this year Gordon Hayward but this year Drew's going to have to work on defense sometimes on Gordon Hayward though. The thing is though we don't ask Drew's to play defense. We we can he's kind of like that child who you know is just not good at something. Yeah. yeah. So you don't make him good like you know he can't really clean the kitchen that well so you yeah. just never ask just, him. Yeah, just go do the do, do go go mow the lawn. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's, the that, that's actually a good analogy. So, <laughs> but, man, that's not a championship contending exactly. mentality, and though. That's, that's not what we aspire to be. We've been bad for 20 years. We just want to see a couple playoff runs. True. So, <laughs> Jurassic Park needs some more parking lot sales. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but, uh, shit. DeRozan won't have to deal with that. And um, they don't have, as you said, uh, Durant said, he, I've already known this. This is old news to me. But DeRozan has one of the best footworks in the league. Yeah. Uh, you've seen on YouTube now. Yeah. Um. Nah, and, yeah, and nah, yeah, yeah. He has the best um, reverse. He has pivot. he has the best mid post back down, without uh, strength, without let's say strength. Just using half spins, pivot spins, up and up and unders, up fakes. Yeah. Um, you like yesterday you were showing those euro steps. Like that's not even DeRozan's best move. Like when Kevin Durant was talking about it, I don't think he was talking about euro steps. I think he was really talking about his his pivots. Yeah. I think DeRozan's pivots are literally just simply unfair. And yeah. uh, I he, think he gets you thinking as a defender. Yeah, and the funny thing is, like, and thing is, and, and why it works is because DeRozan is a very good contested mid-range shooter. And one thing that works in his favor is that he's a bad defender. Yeah, but he's one of the biggest two guards. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, true. He's a fat two guard. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's large. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's not fat, but like, yeah, I know what you mean. He's like, yeah, 
he's a he he has a daunting presence in the mid post. Yeah, you know, like when Victor Oladipo tries to, you know, like he could really just spin off Oladipo, yeah, yeah. spin off Wade, spin off Harden, even you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. So yeah, yeah he, that. nah, Drusen's a Drusen's a top player. But what I'm saying about the Celtics is the Celtics. It's not it's not a big defender you want to put on DeRozan. Yeah. It's the small quick guy you want to put on DeRozan. Like yeah. a Tony Allen. That is where you see DeRozan re- regress. Yeah. He doesn't like that's when he's not as, you know, like, those moves don't work as well. Mm-hmm. But but you're saying Avery Bradley is not as like how was no, Avery Bradley? I mean, he's just, he's just, too uh, small. A- Avery Bradley is a better perimeter defender. He's yeah, not as like, good as a post defender. Post defender, yeah. And DeRozan looks to post and, and And that's one thing. Um people uh, two guards have guards have better perimeter defense. Yeah. They don't have good post defense. Yeah, yeah. And when you're going against Drozen, you need good post, post defense. defense. Isn't that true though? That's true. Like that, you don't. You that don't, makes sense, right? That be, that does make sense. Why Kobe Bryant later his career, like he was not being chased off the three point line or anything like that. So and when he started going to the mid post areas, his productivity, his efficiency went up because still, like perimeter guards were guarding him in the post. And it wasn't working, you know? Yeah, so you really have to... That's why Clay Thompson's so effective on him. Yeah. He's a post defender because he goes against LeBron every yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he can guard... And Jimmy Butler is know, a good post defender. You know, so you got to put that that big dude who knows how to guard the post. So that's yeah. what, so when you can take somebody's defense of like... I don't know, who's a great defender like uh, DeAndre Jordan yeah. and put it in the body of like... Uh, who's a two? Avery Bradley, let's mm-hmm. just say. Then or you have Bradley a good, Beals, you have a good like DeRozan him. defender. Yeah, but that'd be that'd be a crazy defender. That'd be a, that'd be a nine-time also. <laughs> um, nah, man. It's a, I I think the Raptors Celtics rivalry is gonna be interesting. There's no rivalry, by the way. They they've dominated us for the past twenty years. We just take whatever pride we can get in the last three. <laughs> the, or let's call that. Let's call it the the big brother's small brother uh, symptom. It's the big syndrome. brother, like uh, bastard brother. <laughs> like, oh, bastard. The, the step brother. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's true. Man, but I do think out of all the things you mentioned, the one I'm confident about having a co- good season is Wizards, because I think that's one team yeah. looking poised to make a run at something. Yeah, I, I think the Wizards are the out of the out of because the, they've been linked the Celtics, Raptors, and Wizards for so long. Yeah, and I've always thought the Wizards was the best team out yeah. of all of them. Even even as a Raptors fan, you're, you're they got you're, they got ripped off that game one. Yeah, 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 they yeah. should have won that game one, and that game seven. They just let Kelly Olenek beat them. So hey, I, oh man, oh, the, the man. Kelly game. Kelly's at Magic right now, right? He's he signed. Heat, heat, heat. He, okay, okay, okay. Man, that's crazy. How do you let Kelly Olenek beat you in a game seven? Like that's something I can't live down. That's like a girl on crutches beating you in a foot race. Yo, and thing is, he wasn't a girl, a person. Sorry. And it, it wasn't just a jump shot. It was just, he was driving it and stuff. Like that was painful to watch. Yeah, I really wanted to just win that game, man. But I don't think Cleveland did. But he was he was hitting threes out of his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was picking pops and stuff. All right, well, this podcast has gone on for a little bit too long. Yeah, but it was um, a, it was a good one. It was. It let's was call let's one. call this a very very early preview. We'll do another one for we'll, the yeah, Western of course, the Western Conference. Uh, More talk. Start school tomorrow. Nah, my first class is on Friday. Friday. So summer break still lives on for you. Summer break lives on, but uh, yeah. That's, How many classes do you have? Two, uh, four, three, three classes. Three classes. What are they? Talk to, talk to the class? Which class? Like where? Are, where, where are they? What time they are? Like yeah, what? What, what classes they are? Literally, what are they? Oh, the classes like I have uh, internet governance, uh, strategic foresight, and and I have um, economic security investment analysis. Um, yeah, the last one is not going to tell be the people one. like your people don't know anything about us. Let them know like where you're heading <laughs> and where you are. Yo, bro, we're just out here studying, fam. We've been studying for a you're long. You almost done your master's in economics. Yeah, we're 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 like a year and a half away from that. It's, uh, uh, what are your plans after that? 
Yo, let's just let's just get that first, but because uh, because a lot of stuff has to still go right for me to get that right. Like a lot of studying has to go into it, so I'm not looking past that. Yeah, I think you're gonna be fine. Nah, but like, uh, just like I don't know. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to make podcasting a thing. But if that's not the you, wrong, you have something in your back pocket. Exactly, I'm trying to maybe you know work with like international yeah. organizations, uh, government yeah. government stuff. You know, like write articles you know we're here and there medium <laughs> medium here I, i'm looking to i'm this year i'm looking to write like maybe one one article a week i started last year i'm 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 starting writing my own by the way yo let's, let's i'm just not that great of a writer so, yeah but um, yo you have the tools in the family to help you with that yeah so my sister's a great editor so yeah. i think that will help me do i have to give credit to someone who edits my article uh, if you want to if if you're if, on medium you don't have to do anything of that okay but uh it's going to be it's going to be a, it's going to be a busy year for us yeah we're this hopefully we're, we can be at least consist- consistent with this, you know. Do do um ESPN writers have editors? Yeah, Serious editors. for sure, for sure, for sure. Everything, all these guys have editors. Anything online. But they're they're naturally talented at writing themselves. Yeah, because no one wants to edit like like they edit like spellings and like flow and all that, but not the idea itself, right? Ah, ah okay. Yeah, so, so, so I have the idea. Yeah, you gotta be the idea, man. And you write I'm it. gonna tell you three. Okay, you know all these later. Yeah. All right, podcast we are too long, but um, take care, guys. We'll be back. We'll be back shortly, probably in a week's time. Yes. By the way, I never shut. Subscribe, leave us a review. Come on, Yo, man. Shameless plug. We out here, dog. NBA contact. Week. Bi weekly. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>